ESPN.org. 15 seconds remain. Hunwick has it. If Pandora's box is a box of chocolates, would I know to stay away? Pandora's box, the box of chocolates Would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you, babe That means I have half a mind to stay It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Good evening, this is Mike. Every Thursday evening at 6.30, Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture and what's happening around town. And waiter, there's there's food in my culture and culture in my food. You may have noticed after an unseasonably warm December, it's starting to get chilly. There's a chill falling over the town. And I think it's no coincidence that uh, the Krampus costume ball is coming up in Ypsilanti. And there have been some Krampus sightings around town, I hear. There, he was spotted at the Ann Arbor Farmer's Market looking for switches. And, uh, well, I'm here with our annual Krampus correspondent for Pandora's Lunchbox, Mark Maynard. Hi, Mark. Hello, Mike. Well, welcome back to the show. Thank you very much. And uh, I understand you have a dance party for Krampus. But first of all, you want to talk a little bit about who Krampus is and was? Yeah. Um, Krampus was an associate of Santa Claus's, or St. Nick's, in Eastern Europe. And um, he's largely forgotten here in the United States. He's making a comeback, though. Um, lately, I think when we started our Krampus Festival about six years ago, we were one of the first places in the United States to kind of celebrate his presence. And um, since then, he's been going gangbusters. He's um, probably got you know a few dozen events around the country, and there are two movies coming out this Christmas season. Um, people are really starting to embrace the uh, the darker side of Christmas. Two movies. Wow, I didn't know that. I think so. Yeah, somebody told me that. So cool. Yeah. So one's an adult feature. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I I don't know that to be true. So don't don't start searching. I, okay. <laughs> just put down your laptop. Um, but yeah, I I heard there were two. Um, one I've seen an ad for, and one I'm not sure what the other is. I don't I don't think it's really adult. Oh, okay. But that would be that would be a good. Maybe Mrs. Claus and Krampus <laughs> sneak off to somewhere. Uh-oh. So so he, according to the legend, uh, um, in the Alpine tradition, um, Santa was for the good kids, and he would bring presents and toys and sweets, and Krampus would visit the bad kids, and he would bring a lump of coal or beat them to death, um, <laughs> depending on how, how, uh, how bad they were. Um, I think we brought over, uh, in early American tradition, we brought over the lump of coal. I think that happened for a little while. Um, but I don't think we, I don't, I, I my research um, has not yielded, um, this is my academic research. Yes, academic. Yeah. Has, has not yielded um, any specific um, uh, history of, in any large kind of way, of Krampus being celebrated other than the you know, the, the kind of more trivial kind of um, mentions. I, I don't know, for instance, if there were any big Germanic populations in the United States where they actually, you know, dressed up like the Krampus and chased kids through the streets like they do in in, um, in, in Germany. Actually, our uh, Krampus 
uh, Krampus runs or Krampus lauf. I guess I've heard them. Yeah, they. Yeah, yeah, they they, they do it. You can find it on video, and it's quite it's quite scary. Um, they, you know, people dress up like the Krampus. Uh, they have birch rods and switches, and they 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 beat children, and they they're they're quite frightening. Our our celebration is a little less frightening. Um, it's more of a I mean, we think of it as being more of a glam kind of Krampus event. Um, it's you know heavy on the the disco balls and the and the it's kind of like um, I, I think about it being kind of like a mashup between you know early David Bowie and the Spiders from Mars and kind of the cantina scene from Star Wars. Oh, perfect. So it's it's kind of a marriage of those two. It's not it's not <laughs> nearly as frightening. And I don't right. know if Krampus would like that or not. I think I think if I were Krampus I would hate that. But probably I mean a lot of people congregating having a lot of fun singing and dancing. Yeah, that's not his thing. I don't no. think I think there's not much fear in our Krampus. Um yeah. he does he does paddle people. He does come to the event, which is nice. Um and he seems to enjoy himself. He paddles people. Um, he puts them over his knee and, and paddles them. I have a friend who was paddled by Krampus, in fast, fact, uh, last year. Oh, really? So, yeah. Did Did your friend enjoy it? Um, I get the sense that there were there was there were mixed feelings about that, but uh, that the, they're they're able to to reconcile their feelings. Yeah, with I think it, people I think. enjoy it in the moment, and then I think afterward they might see the pictures and they might sober up a bit, and then they might not enjoy it as much <laughs> when when their family asks them about it. Right. Why were Why were you over that large creature's knee with your buttocks in the air <laughs> and getting spanked by a? And that's yeah, it's kind of hard to reconcile the next day. It's one yeah. of those things. Yeah. But um, some descriptions about what Krampus actually looks like. I'm looking at Wikipedia now. Uh, Krampus appears in many variations, but most share some common physical characteristics. He's hairy. Mm-hmm. He's usually brown or black, and has the cloven hooves and horns of a goat. And he has a long, pointed tongue that lolls out. Mrs. Claus loves that. <laughs> that is what your research has found? It, it is. Yeah, okay. yeah, it has. The, the elves have, have told me. Yes. <laughs> that thought, she responds quite well to the, the Krampi's tongue. That's good to know. That's, that's very educational. I, I know the, there's a lot of research on Mrs. Claus. and There is. Her preferences. There are books written. There are books, yeah. Santa can't, uh, can't satisfy her needs. He's too busy with the elves. Yeah, that's it's it's an important uh, thing. That Krampus does have an important role right around Christmas. He does. So should we tell people where the Krampus ball is and sure. when? Sure, it's in Ypsilanti. Uh, it travels around. Uh, this year it is in Dreamland Theater. Uh, Dreamland is on North Washington Street. Um, Real close to Michigan Avenue. Yep, just half a block from Michigan Avenue. It's easy to find. Um, we'll be meeting there at 8 o'clock and we'll be dancing until midnight. And then, as is our custom, there will be a torch-lit procession through the streets of Ypsilanti where we'll be making noise and uh, beating on pots and pans and waking people up. Kind of sounds like where the wild things are in a way. It is. Yeah, yeah, it does look like that. It is um, a very, um, yeah, that, that's, a good, that's a good analogy, yeah. It's like Maurice Sendak uh, spilling onto the streets of Ypsilanti for yeah. all to see. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a very childlike event. I mean, drunken adults can be very childlike. That's true. And it is it does have that kind of feeling. Um, yeah, yeah, I can I can definitely see that. Yeah, it's a good event. Um, there's usually some sort of little fire at the end too, um, and people congregating somewhere in the woods. So it's it's um it's a pleasant, nice time. Last year, this brings back a memory. Um, I seem to recall, for some reason, there was a young man who was who was 
drawn to our procession, who wasn't involved in the event, and followed us into the woods. And we were trying to start a fire, and he took out everything from his billfold and, and burned it. What? Yeah, he took out everything he had, all his money and all his receipts and everything he had. He gave up all his possessions. I don't know if he decided... I mean, maybe... This was the time? Yeah, maybe this was him. He Maybe he saw this moment as being an opportunity for rebirth or something. <laughs> wow. But I think I think he might have just destroyed his identity on the spot. Wow. Or maybe he just walked into the river after that and was, <laughs> it was just done forever. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But I, yeah, it's a, I have a very clear memory now, him just dumping all of his possessions into the fire and just looking at us and then kind of wandering off. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting, it had the effect it has on people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't remember other people at the Krampus Costume Ball doing that, so... I, no, it's not It's, it's not, not encouraged, necessarily. No, it's not no. required, but no. it, if you'd like to have another shot at life and kind of recreate <laughs> yourself, this was as good a time as any, I suppose, to, to reinvent yourself. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. So it's the Krampus Costume Ball at Dreamland Theater in Ypsilanti on Washington Street, just a block, not quite a block off of Michigan Avenue in Ipsy, downtown Ipsy. And now I should read something else about Krampus. He also usually carries chains. Yes. Rattles them and makes a lot of noise. Yes. Which seems counterintuitive if you're trying to capture children and beat them. It seems like you would want to be as stealth as possible. That's true. You wouldn't want to rattle the chains. I would carry a rope if I wanted to <laughs> secure children. That's, that's a thought, yeah. You and I have talked about this. Um, yes. Se- securing children. Like, if you wanted to sneak up on a child and secure them and torture them, would it be better for a rope or a chain? This is an important part of your research, right? I mean, yeah, it's, it's very uh, there are books about this. There are yeah. books, and uh, Mrs. Claus' books about <laughs> crossing so, so over many the opportunities. Two points. The, the federal government funds so many kinds of projects like this. My academic research can go in many different directions. Uh, the, wow. the NEA has endless amounts of money, as does the National Institutes of Health. And uh, there are a number of granting agencies, um, and they're all willing to fund this kind of stuff. So it's very lucrative. I think I the Kiwani, students. I think the Kiwanis are involved too. They are. The Rotary Rotary funds a lot of this research. Kiwanis. The Mrs. Claus work is funded almost exclusively by the Rotary. They're very interested in this. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, let's hear some uh, Krampus-inspired Christmas music, something like that. I think if Krampus, Krampus probably doesn't like the Jolly Christmas carols. No, 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 no. no. But there are fortunately some versions of Christmas songs that Krampus might like, as a matter of fact. Um, really? We're going to hear something right now from an album called A Rubber Band Christmas. This has nothing to do with the spinners. Uh, no soul music, no happy jolly stuff, you know, none of that. This is a rubber band Christmas, and that's exactly what they mean. Here is uh, Rubber Bells on uh, Pandora's Lunchbox. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor.
Mark, do you think Krampus would approve? I, I um, am struggling with that. Yeah? Yeah, I've been, I was listening and it, um, thinking about how he would react to that. And I'd, I'm thinking he would um, nah, take it or leave it. Kind of, he wouldn't uh, be excited either way. I don't think. I think he'd be like, ah, that's all right. Yeah. Yeah. He would say it in German, though. But he would go like, ah, like I don't know how you say ah. That's all right in German. Do you know German? Uh, I not very much. No. Just, but how, if someone could call in with that, that would be helpful. But okay, he, he'd yeah. go like, ah, you know, that's eh. okay. Yeah. 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 That's probably German. German would say it the same way. I think. Ah. Yeah. 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 Do you think? Um, you were just mentioning he might prefer listening to a lot of Wagner. Yeah, I think Wagner on, on rubber band is probably his preference. Yeah, that that would be a, would take a lot of rubber bands. I think you'd probably break a lot of those while you're playing a Wagner piece. That would be pretty cool as a project to get like a thousand people playing Wagner on rubber band, like this ominous kind of dun, 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 on rubber band. Yeah, that an orchestra. Yeah. That would be good. This is clearly a small combo that we just heard on this collection. The what rubber was that, band. six or seven people? How many uh, people are on that? At least. It's called the Rubber Band Christmas. That's the name of the CD. It was produced in 1996. Uh, includes such songs as Felice Rubber Dodd, um, God Rest Ye Merry Rubber Men. And those are all played on rubbers, not on rubber bands. Um, those are con- it's a, it's condom. It's stretched condom. The, the thing that you're holding up now is a condom, right? Um, I can neither confirm nor deny that. Yeah. Is that my best answer? It's a it's a condom. That's yeah. Thank I, you, Mark. I just confirmed it. This is Mark Maynard here uh, <laughs> on Pandora's Lunchbox, sharing his unique perspective on things. He is our uh, Krampus correspondent, and we're talking about the Krampus costume ball in Ypsilanti. Krampus in some pictures that we've there are a bunch of old postcards with Krampus on them, scaring kids, poor little kids. Krampus sometimes looks like a beast, sometimes looks like a kind of a cranky old man from an alpine village or something, mm. but generally not like a disco ball loving uh, glam guy. But nonetheless, I think that uh, uh, dancing to frenetic music can be cathartic. Yeah, I think um, this time of year, I think it's nice to have some sort of escape. I think one of the reasons that we started the event it was in part in response to the over-commercialization of Christmas. And I think it started a year or two before we started the Krampus thing. We had a kind of a zombie Santa march in Ann Arbor that was quite well attended and fun. And we kind of broke up people's shopping. Um, And we had this whole weird narrative about Santa. I don't remember. It had to do with Santa not being happy about the over-commercialization of Christmas and something happened and there was an accident and he became a zombie. And there was this whole backstory that I can't recall right now. But the, All well-researched. Though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was all based on science. But, um, but I, I do think that people are pushing back. Part of the appeal of Krampus, I think, is people pushing back against the, the what's become of Christmas. And it's just – there's a lot to like about Christmas. There's also not a lot to like about Christmas. And this is an escape from the stuff that's not to like about Christmas. Mm. If that makes sense. There you go. And it's, but it can can be very festive. Yeah. It's very festive. It's, it's nice just to be with friends and have a good time and listen to music and eat. Um, We're having a a guy come and make these special um, German curry uh, sausages. Um, A guy by the name of Marty Flint, who has a company called awesome sausage. Um, is going to be there preparing these uh, traditional Krampus treats, um, but um, but it should be it should be quite good. So we'll be eating and drinking, and um, there will be much merriment, and uh, 
hopefully not too much merriment, but just enough, <laughs> just the right level of merriment. So is that going to be curry versed? Is that if I understand correctly? Curry versed, yes. Yes. So, and that's basically uh, a kind of versed. It uh, is a sausage type of thing, but with curry flavoring. Yes. Okay. Yes. Now I just happened to find in Wikipedia again, which is the answer to all things, that the invention of curry versed is a tribute to Hertha Hoyer in Berlin in 1949. After she obtained ketchup, or possibly Worcestershire sauce, and curry powder from British soldiers in Germany. She mixed these ingredients with other, other spices and poured it over grilled pork sausage. She started selling the cheap but filling snack at a street stand in the Charlottenburg district in Berlin, where it became popular with construction workers rebuilding the devastated city. She patented her sauce called Chill Up in 1951, and she later opened a small restaurant, which operated until 1974. So... That's the origin of Currywurst. Yeah, and Krampus loves it. Krampus loves it. It's delicious. It is. Speaking of restaurants and such, I also had word that Krampus was spotted at Weber's the other day playing obscene instrumentals on the piano and knocking over tables. Yeah, he. Yeah, that's not... Um, sure. Yeah, I didn't know you knew about that, but yes, he, he was at Weber's. It was yeah. um, an unfortunate incident, and it won't happen again. Okay. He he was on a, um, a Match.com date. He had met he had met a young lady and um, they weren't happy. They ordered I forget what it was. They ordered some sort of like um, cob salad. Oh, okay. And um, apparently, her I don't want to get into all the details, but her, yeah, he, he wasn't happy yeah. about the way that the, the cob salad came out, and he flipped over a table and was just being a jerk. <sighs> so yeah, he needs to get his frustrations out though. He yeah he does, but yeah. you know that's things happen. It it does. Things happen. People make mistakes. I mean, Ben Carson stabbed, stabbed people and beat his mother with a hammer, and now he's running for president. So, like, people have these incidents, and they get beyond them, and they, you know, people love them because of that. We have this story in America, this, this, um, this narrative we love of people, you know, redemption. There you um, go. And redemption. He, 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 can, he can redeem himself. It was just one table, a few spilled cop salads, not a big deal. Yeah, not, not so too bad. So don't dwell on it, Mike. Right. Don't okay. bring everyone down. I'm good. I'm sorry. Okay. I want to apologize to everybody. He's done a lot of good. I will add, over the last week, he's done a lot of good stuff. He's visited a lot of kids in the hospital. He's done a lot of really great stuff. But you have to focus on the one bad thing. You media people, the uh, what? What do you call that? The, what did the Sarah Palin used to call the uh, media? She had some name for it. Uh, the the uh, anti Krampus media. No, didn't she have something that she would talk about the media about? Uh, I don't know, but oh. we need to focus. I think speaking of focusing, let's focus on Krampus Fest for a okay. second. Here. Uh, Krampus the Fest. The lamestream media. The lamestream media. There you go. But Krampus Fest is this Saturday at the Dreamland Theater in Ypsilanti, a, gra- a glam, a grand glam. Grand glam. Dancing party followed by a march through the streets of Ypsilanti at midnight. Yes. It's lots of fun. And I should mention also uh, there are toned down versions of Krampus, says Wikipedia. Uh, in Austrian urban centers like Salzburg, in the popular Christmas markets there, these are more tourist-friendly places, so Krampus there is more humorous than fearsome. I was not aware of that. So Krampus isn't always that. scary, but there are some videos of people dressed as Krampus who are... He's got like a red, no- like a red nose and clown shoes and... I bet I don't know. That would be pretty wacky. Tap dancing, maybe? Yeah. Like he throws I'd... pies at people. There you go. Uh, and, sw- and switches, too, but switches are made of licorice, maybe. So it's all very fun. Well, let's listen to another song that cr- 
we're going to audition another song that Krampus might like, and you as our Krampus correspondent can okay. tell us what you think of this. This is uh, Deja Voodoo. This is a fine Canadian duo of, of archival folk music. This is called uh, Bugs for Christmas. Here we go. Baba, 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 do It goes by rather quickly. Uh, short but sweet. That is Bugs for Christmas by uh, Deja Voodoo. So uh, your thoughts are uh, Krampus expert, Mark Maynard, your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think you would love it. Yeah, that was much, that was much better. You're, you're doing a much better job, Mike Perini. Oh, thank goodness. I try in, in all that I do to do a much better job with everything. But Deja Voodoo, Bugs for Christmas from their album Too Cool to Live, Too Smart to Die, uh, fine, underappreciated 80s music. And we're talking about Krampus and Krampus, fre- Krampus Frest. Um, he's starting to cr- corrupt my language now. Um, but Krampus Fest has been going on for six years now in Ypsilanti? Six years. We posted on the, for some reason the poster says five years, but it's actually been six. I actually counted, and uh, it's been six. So apparently some of us didn't know that, but yeah, six. And uh, one year in the afterlife, perhaps. Yeah, something happened. Maybe there was a year people don't want to remember. There you things, go. Things went bad. Our first year, actually, a woman dressed—you can't do this now, uh, obviously—but a woman came dressed as a bunny rabbit, a big pink bunny rabbit, carrying a rifle. Oh yeah, okay. And maybe that's the year he's—the the person who made the poster is trying to forget. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't do that now, right? Like people no, don't. You yeah, can't. That, not really. No. That would be that would be terrible. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I thought at the time I thought it was quite clever. I liked it, but I just yeah now now not so good. Not I, so I good. don't encourage people to do that. No, uh, but you would be encouraged to dress uh, well. People dress in all kinds of ways. There have been a lot of really interesting takes on it. Some people try to be scary. A lot of people. I remember last year there was a time traveling robot kind of thing. Wow, it was kind <laughs> of like a Terminator kind of creature, and then there was a something with a giant head that. There were just a lot of really odd. There's a lot of really odd things, and there's smoke machines, and you can't really focus very well. And you'll see things out of the periphery. You'll see like a giant thing or something on the ground, like slithering around. And they're all they're all people exploring it in different ways. Yeah. And then one woman there dressed like a big old Christmas tree. Was there? I don't. She remember. was a giant. She was a Christmas tree, and she was very well. Uh, she had ornaments and everything. Oh, so. nice. I don't remember that. See, I, I I'm last year. I took on a new role, which was standing behind the bar so I don't have to talk to people, which I actually like because I don't enjoy dancing. So I can just stand back there and watch. But um, And it's nice because most of the time I just turned away from people and I was just pumping the keg. There you um, go. Which was, which was nice. Um, yeah. Speaking of keg, is this uh, 21 and over? Sure. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't remember what the rules are, to tell you the truth. I don't remember if we're marking people. I don't remember if it's 18 and over and we're marking people or if it's 21 and over. I think it's probably 21 and over. Um, that sounds safe. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah, it's 21 and over. 
I just and, decided. And it is. There you go. On the spot. We don't like children. See, Krampus would love that. We don't like children. There you go. Yeah. So if you're 19, you're a child. Stay away. There you go. Krampus. We, we go gotta, back to bed. We got to worry about Krampus. Have a bottle and go back to bed if you're 19. <laughs> leave us leave us grown-ups alone. Yeah. We need Kids. to be gr- grown-up types here. Yeah, this is probably not something that, uh, this is probably not a subject that comes up very often on CBN, just talking bad about 19, 20-year-olds. Probably not. No, I don't think so. Yeah, there should be more of that. There should be like an angry old man show on here. An angry old man show. Just I think like, that. Ah, I hate the students. <laughs> I hear fo- that maybe that's the angry old is man that calling. Real? Is that that is a real phone ringing? It says the ringer is off, and yet I can hear it. That's yeah, Krampus at work again. Someone is calling. Yeah. Yeah, calling. Yeah, don't answer it. It's no, probably a complaint. I'm a little scared. It actually. might be the regents. It might be the regents. It might be Krampus. We might have violated some sort of uh, violated some sort of rule. But in the meantime, just uh, mentioning one more time that it's Krampus Fest at the Dreamland Theater in Ypsilanti, which is 8 o'clock this evening. The Dreamland Theater is a pretty awesome place, actually. It can be, on occasion. (laughs) (laughs) It it depends on what's happening. I've had some really awesome um, experiences there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, They have live bands. They have uh, really amazing creative puppet shows. They do. They have a lot of stuff going on, yeah. At the Dreamland Theater and uh, Krampus Fest. It's a treasure. It is a treasure. It's a jewel. It's been in Ypsilanti for about 20 years or so, I think. It's been quite a while. It's been over 15. I know that. Yeah. 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 So it, it's a jewel. Yeah. Well, uh, just another me- one more one mention of something that you can do and you can plan around. I hear bells ringing. These are not <laughs> Christmas bells. Ho, ho, ho. But they ho, ho, ho. They keep ringing. Wait. No, that that's... They're not giving up. No, they're not giving up. They're persistent. But in the, just one more thought. While you're in Ypsilanti, there's something you can do. Why, that you can plan around the Krampus Fest. Lampshade has its grand opening at the Holiday Jubilee, its grand opening, Holiday Jubilee, in Ypsilanti. It's Ypsilanti's newest cafe, performing arts space, bookshop, art gallery. Um, says here in the Ann Arbor News, expect live music, a comedy show, a Mad Hatter tea party, a poetry slam, an open mic, a jam session, Santa on Sunday, ringing bells for 24 hours straight. No, that's not there. Yeah, they're so, not giving up. They're not giving up. Sound therapy. Sound, that is sound therapy right there. <laughs> Gongs, crystal bowls, guided meditation. We need some guided meditation right now. Yeah. Uh, breath work, and we need breath work too, and more. So that's all at Lampshade and Ypsilanti on West Michigan Avenue. But the central focus today is on the ringing of the bells, the bells, the bells, 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 the carol of the bells. This is the carol of the bells. And Krampus Fest in Ypsilanti at the Dreamland Theater this Saturday at 8. That's right. Thank you, Mark, for being on the show. Thank you for having me, and thank you for supporting our our activities and our research. Absolutely. And thank you for enjoying the bells, 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 bells with me. Yeah, thank you for whoever's calling in. This has been magical. It is. Keep calling for our wolf show. Yes, Arwolf and he Face the Music keep... is next. In the meantime, we're going to go out with another song we hope Krampus will like. Here is Joseph Spence and his rendition of Santa, uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. And we're going to go into that and all celebrate and dance into the streets with torches and whatever we have handy. Perfect. I'll see you later. Yeah, thanks, Mark. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Keep on listening and don't stop doing that. <laughs>
Sounded like Joseph Spence, is that right? Yes. Yes. Hard to mistake Joseph Spence. It's just past 7 o'clock. This is Radio Free Ann Arbor, WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Student-run experimental radio from the University of Michigan. And uh, Mike and I are both uh, U of M staffers and also part of the uh, ongoing community involvement contingent, let's put it that way, in this uh, educational experiment that's been on the public airwaves since 1972. This is Face the Music, the uh, sort of a, a ruggedly, I almost said aggressively, but it doesn't have to be aggressive, ruggedly retrospective history lesson every Thursday night for an hour. And what we've got here is, uh, I've titled this show, The 16th Swath or Swatch of Fives. Now, what in blazes does that mean? Well, that means that there's an 18-week series of programs that I've been seeing out the year 2015 with. And uh, what all of these recordings...